0: Hey everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey. You know where you love her to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode... We reviewed the John Mulaney episode of Saturday Night Live. And if it sounds, uh, if the pre-show conversation is anything to judge by, it sounds like (laughs) mom is very eager to discuss this sketch comedy (laughs) cornucopia. Let's bring mom in now. Hi, mom.
1: Hi, John. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? I'm
1: doing good. I'm doing pretty uh, good.
0: I have a little story about uh, parenting. Leo uh, got his first loose tooth. Uh, oh! I know. Uh, yeah, he's been wiggling it, and uh,
1: oh, I hate this.
0: Of course, as a dad, you know, I talk about you know we could just tie a string around it and uh, slam the <laughs> doorknob. Uh, if, <laughs> I think most people have heard that uh, folk technique for getting it out at one point or another. Yes. From what I understand, that does work. Doesn't work? I guess I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just saw a cartoon where a, a dad tied a string to his kid's tooth and the door fell off.
0: <laughs> in the funnies you saw that? In the
1: Yeah, in the funnies.
0: Hey, there you go. The comics page. You can still deliver a yuck or two every once in a while. There right? you go. Read your local funnies. Anyway... So he's wiggling it and wiggling it um and of course I tell him like at some point you're just going to pull it out and it's going to be fine um and he's like no no I want to go to the dentist there's this Baron Bear's book we have where a uh, sister goes to the dentist to get a loose tooth taken out give me a break um So anyway, Does he know
1: it he gets a uh, does he know the whole Shebang! That there's a prize coming. Ba- oh
0: sure, yeah, um, but still, it's you know it's scary to have yeah. your tooth fall out. Of course, um, the other night he comes over to me as we're getting ready for dinner and says, "Daddy, look at my tooth, and it's wiggling. It's like the axles have rusted off, and this car <laughs> is you know a smoking heap by the side of the road." And I just said to him. <laughs> I said to him, you you gotta just take that out now. And to his credit, he did and ripped it oh. that last bit out and was quite thrilled with himself and we were all excited and yes, we talked about, oh, I wonder if the tooth fairy will come and um, you know, put it on a paper towel on the counter and we all sit down to dinner. Great. and uh, he doesn't even seem to mind that there's a hole there and after dinner, <laughs> We're, uh, we're about to go up to bed and put his tooth under the pillow, and Anna comes over and says, where's the tooth? And oh, in cleaning no. up the kitchen, I have placed a no. paper towel on which the lily white paper towel on which the white kid's oh. tooth was placed Um, I have scooped it up along with a half dozen other paper towels and put it in the trash. Um,
1: Oh, Johnny. And
0: it's not a fresh bag. Um, And I think there were a couple days' worth of coffee grounds at the various layers Mm. of the garbage bag. You know, there's a couple of times I think I see it early on, and I'm just like, oh, be careful. Nobody move. I'm just going to try to reach, but... (laughs) I don't even know because there were a thousand things that looked like a little kid's tooth in that uh, white garbage bag, Um, and a million coffee grounds. Just I can't emphasize enough how many coffee grounds it seemed there (laughs) were in this. bag so i had to deconstruct the whole trash and just feel like a complete a heel ah. half the time leo's standing over me and um did you find it yet where is it where is it oh my god just worst dad they're gonna i'm gonna be on the cover of bad dad magazine man of the year Anna takes the kids up to get ready for bed, and uh, I'm, like, working with a sieve system at a certain point, and (laughs) I've got multiple bags going of, like, levels of sureness of, Uh, like, the uh, tooth's not in that, but cannot find it.
1: And ultimately did not.
0: I ultimately did not find it. So I went upstairs and we talked about how we'll write a note to the tooth fairy and we'll blame this dumb dad. And she'll say, oh, daddy, would you get it together? But she'll still leave you a present. And, you know, he was kind of fine with that. Um, and then Anna comes up the stairs and she, in the course of like two minutes, has found the tooth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you know I'm terrible looking for things, even though yes, I, do. I have never wanted to find something more in my life. But uh, this story is a salute to Anna uh, for finding that tooth.
1: Oh, my Mom God. Mom saves the day. Mom yep. saves
0: the day. Good God.
1: But did you learn anything from this? Uh, no. Okay. Like, if it's a tooth, don't put it on the counter with all the cleanup stuff. Put oh, it in a yeah, place. yeah.
0: Well, that wasn't my fault, though. That was Anna's fault. So, really, she lost the tooth.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me one of the cats ate it or, you know, pushed it on the floor and it went through a oh, crack. Oh, I or- wish I
0: had used that. Oh, oh Nipsey, push that. Oh, Nipsey, you cat. <laughs> You dumb orange cat, I can't believe you pushed that paper towel all the way across the kitchen into the trash.
1: No, just the tooth.
0: (laughs) The tooth, yeah, that's right.
1: Well, anyway, all's well and good. What did the Tooth Fairy bring?
0: Uh, a pretty sweet gift actually because i forgot to go to the bank to get a silver dollar um and so i dug through whatever i had in the basement and there was a seal like a silver coin um that uh i looked up and is worth like 30 bucks and i had to stuff that in his little pouch but for a first tooth that's that's fine start a little collection what? with it
1: Oh, I thought like what the rates go up the first <laughs> tooth is the uh is the ultimate tooth.
0: That's what I mean. Like yeah, it's it's not going to be uh um it's not going to be precious metals every time, but I thought for the right. first tooth, sure, you can have a special thing. Plus I didn't feel like running out to the bank, so yep, slip it in there.
1: Yeah yeah I'm sure was he quite delighted with it? Oh yeah,
0: he was psyched. um he was I was proud of him for the whole thing. he didn't um,
1: yeah, it sounds like
0: you know, I asked him, did it hurt? And he said he hesitated for a second and said, um, it just felt weird. And that's right, isn't it? Like, losing, pulling out a tooth is just a weird—I mean, like, people have dreams where their teeth fall out, and it's so memorable because it's such a distinctive, weird feeling, yeah, Um, to to have something come off of your
1: body like that.
0: Uh, Yeah. um, So, yeah, that's Leo's tooth story. All's well that ends well.
1: Yes, and yay for everybody involved. It sounds like everybody uh, really gave it their all. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah that's right that that sums it up
1: except Eve
0: I want to remind people because I know not everyone listens to all the way to the end of the podcast uh, that mom wants to send you a postcard and or get a postcard from you preferably both I guess that's the most fun thing but if you just need a postcard Mom will be happy to send you one, right, Mom?
1: That's right. I have a whole, I have a whole page of postcard stamps, just waiting to go.
0: Oh, what is the design of the postcard stamps? Did you have a choice uh, at the post office?
1: No, no, <laughs> I, I forget. I think I forget what they are. I forget what they are. But when I went in to get them, uh, our trusty postman came out of the bathroom. I still don't think he washes his hands. And and I asked him for some stamps and my mail. And he said, well, the mail isn't done. I, I've been busy all morning. And I said, uh, busy doing what? <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't. Do any hit the when the mail comes in, it's already sorted. So all he has to do is just go go down the line and throw it into box one, box two, but yes, the mail.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That's not the way it always was, was it?
1: I don't know. But the packages just come in these hampers. And when you come in and ask for your packages, he goes through the whole hamper every time someone comes instead of organizing them on the shelves oh, that he has God. to do that. And I said, What have you what have you been doing all morning? And he said, Well I, I've had to be on the phone all morning. I said, To who? <laughs> Does, uh, to, why do you think that's funny? <laughs>
0: Because it's, it's a frank statement of the natural question we all would have, but few would voice. But go, I can't wait to hear where, what he said.
1: I said, what are you, on the phone to Louis DeJoy uh, or reorganizing the post? You work in this post. You, you work in this armpit of a... Uh, it, it couldn't be oh. less of a job. It couldn't be less yeah, of a job. I
0: think he agrees with
1: you. He's on the phone all morning to who? <laughs> well, we gotta he says, Well, we have to check in a lot. <laughs> oh my god. I said, Well, I don't even know how you have time to do your job. You have to be checking in every <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: you gotta check in. How's the mail coming? Yep, coming along.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what I really wanna know is how dumb does he think I am? <laughs>
0: I think when he says on the phone, he means on his phone, scrolling through Facebook or whatever.
1: He's always sitting at that desk. It always looks like a bomb went off back there. <laughs> and I frequently come home and get a notification that something has been delivered that I now have to call him and say, Hey, is my package there? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it. If- Anyway, I didn't I didn't mean to, What were we talking it about? It doesn't
0: matter. This this guy is um like an anti-hero to me at this point. Yeah. He's like I agree. Uh, <laughs> He's a little bit Ron Swanson, a little bit Don Draper, a little bit Lyndon <laughs> LaRouche. <laughs>
1: I mean honest to god this job is so ridiculously <laughs> easy and he makes it look like he's just running the Pentagon I don't I don't know
0: Oh yeah I picture him at his desk is like a stock 80s stockbroker with his, he's got both hands working phones he's got one oh, on, yeah. on his shoulder right
1: secretary on his lap yep. taking dictation yeah the whole
0: thing Yeah Talking Anyone. to Tuscaloosa, Walla Walla. The Eastern <laughs> Seaboard.
1: So <laughs> that's our that's our postman. But I got a very nice postcard from uh, Oh, you got listen- one already. I did. I got one from listener Leah that made me laugh. It was it was quite funny. I'll share it with you afterwards.
0: Oh really? Ooh, is it too saucy for the podcast? Keep it no, clean, people.
1: <laughs> it's 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 nobody's business. Oh, Except wow. everybody that everybody that read it as it came through the mail, they, they probably all were taking pictures of it. Look, look, a postcard, look, when was the oh, yeah. I saw one was it? Oh yeah. Yeah, right?
0: everybody got a selfie with it for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm sure. Well, it was a very lovely picture of her family and uh I love it. Oh, it was a picture I, of her I,
0: family. I, How personal! I thought it was going to be like, you know, visit beautiful Missouri.
1: No, it's hmm. somebody we both know.
0: Oh, from uh, from listener Leah. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, that's very sweet then.
1: Very sweet, very sweet. Yes. Um, I did want to talk to you a little bit about um visiting. Wait, wait,
0: wait. <laughs> Oh. To, I'm sorry, that's my fault, but I have to tell people what the postcard thing email is. Uh,
1: oh, oh, oh.
0: Anyhow, if you managed to listen this far through the post office <laughs> rant, you know, I was doing it up front for a reason, and then of course, sorry. you know, we shouldn't have gotten started on the post office, because you know sorry. by now, nothing <laughs> inflames our passions more than that. But I should tell people that if you want a postcard, if you want to send mom a postcard, or both... Uh, email us popmom at ological.net. spelled how it sounds. That's popmom at ological.net. Um, we've already had a bunch of requests. If I haven't responded to you yet, I will.
1: Postcards are going out tomorrow.
0: Oh yeah. Um, is it the first batch? Is it like a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street type situation, Mom? Um, where? <laughs> They've got the guys coming in with the bags of mail to and from Pop Mom. No wonder if well, the uh, local postmaster <laughs> is so exhausted.
1: <laughs> he should be exhausted. Uh, uh, no. not, not a, So I'm hoping that means that people are sending postcards to other people.
0: Oh, yeah. So if you um, send one postcard to Mom... Also, send 10 postcards to someone else and tell them that they have to send it to 10 or else they will be cursed.
1: (laughs) No, that's illegal.
0: (laughs) Oh, oops. Okay.
1: Chain chain letters are illegal. Send $1. Right in someone's day. (laughs) Going mommy and daddy's wallet. Um.
0: (laughs) Uh, I I got one of those, one or two of those when I was a kid. That's probably not a thing anymore, right?
1: No, I hope not. Because especially when they came with a curse, you know, if you don't, if you don't send this on, something bad will happen. Oh well,
0: they always came with a curse. Yeah, because you read the first few paragraphs and you think, I'm not gonna. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm not gonna do all this. But then you read about the curse and you reconsider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Should we talk about Saturday Night Live? Okay. Saturday Night Live is the long-running NBC variety show featuring sketch comedy, celebrity hosts, musical acts, and a fake newscast. You know what SNL is. I guess I don't really need to tell you about it. Uh, the A recent episode was hosted by John Mulaney with musical guest LCD Sound System. And uh, I made Mom watch it because I watched it and uh, didn't feel like watching any more TV this week. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right ma here's a clip we'll be right back <laughs> i'm so glad we're doing this my favorite restaurant with my favorite people honey i agree 100 you know what this is so fun dinner is on us oh uh, wow but um keith you know you can take your mask off at the table oh I'm, I'm sorry i don't know i'm wearing it half the time well i heard the cdc is gonna lift all mask mandates soon oh yeah i know It's so weird. It's it's like COVID's not over, but it's just gonna stop. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Oh, you know, that reminds me of this article I read. Honey,
0: no one wants to hear about that.
1: (laughs) Well, it was in Bloomberg, and I thought it was interesting. What, uh, what article? Well, it Honey. (laughs) It was just saying how mask mandates had, I don't know, little to no effect on COVID. or anything, I just sometimes wonder if any of the things we did actually helped. Gina. No, no, no. We can talk about this incredibly complicated and emotional topic.
0: Yes, yes, of course. I will start Hmm. because, um, for instance, while I am so personally relieved that I'm vaccinated. Careful. I I sometimes wonder if, um, if other people who are hesitant careful <laughs> might not have like a valid what <laughs> not, not valid but, but understandable not tonight Saturday Night Live airs you guessed it Saturday nights on NBC and is available shortly thereafter on
1: <laughs>
0: mom Whoops, I still have the Olympics one in here. But I'll say that, Mom, does this show get the gold, silver, or bronze? Or no medal at all?
1: No, I don't think it gets a medal. No medal. No podium. No. No. Oh, Uh, that
0: wasn't. That was Golden Girls. That wasn't the Olympics. That was the one for the Golden Girls. (laughs) Which did get a medal, I wanted to remind people. but No medal for this Saturday Night Live.
1: This was really uh, a tough one to watch because... Uh, I'm not a big fan of John Mullaney. Oh
0: um, you should have reminded me of that. I didn't re- remember that.
1: Well, you know, i will spare. Uh, I just I there's uh, oh my God,
0: between the Wi-Fi and the pets. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> You're, uh, I, you're broadcasting from like in the middle of an electrical storm or something, judging by the interference. And now we got the cat. That's what does Toast want? Good lord!
1: I don't know. The, he knows this is not. You need to go away. Go, go. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I'm really okay. sorry.
0: I had a fan on for half of the podcast, so it's just, there's a reason, there's a reason this is the season finale, which I will remind people for the first time. Uh, this is the season finale, and we're going out with a bang here. So if all the pets have been taken care of, um, here we go. Okay. You hate John Mulaney. Explain I, why.
1: I, I, I don't want to say hate, because I don't want to end up having breakfast with him. Um
0: no no you never said you hated nathan did you or did you say you hated his show i hope
1: not maybe i said that but i do love him very much now um but uh john mulaney i find very uh uh i just don't care for him i don't i don't find him warm i don't find him uh I think he's a little standoffish. I think he's still searching for his own identity. And uh, he makes me uncomfortable.
0: Well, that's a so, shame because there was a lot of John Mulaney in this episode.
1: Yes, Unless, there was.
0: In case you didn't notice. Um, let's then talk about some of the sketches that made your skin crawl uh, because they all had John Mullaney in them. Uh, The uh, Five Timers Club featured a lot of uh, classic SNL guest hosts. Uh, Yes.
1: Who did we get? Well, you're really jumping down. Paul Rudd, Candice Bergen, Tina Fey, Elliot Gould, Connor O'Brien.
0: Conan O'Brien.
1: Conan O'Brien. Sorry, I can't read my handwriting. (laughs) God. what did I call Connor oh, Connor yeah. O'Brien yeah. Yes, I... he
0: would love that I wish he were I... <laughs> he could hear that because he would love that. Really I'm sure he's gotten that too. a million times in his life um,
1: uh I thought that was a big time waster you know very nice to see everyone but yeah. you know the the writers got to go out to lunch for that that section and uh I don't know. You know, let's go back to... It's It's so mean. Who wrote it? (laughs) The
0: custodial staff?
1: They started off with uh, Monkey Judge. Um... Oh,
0: I didn't watch that. Oh,
1: what the hell? (laughs) I
0: came into it like there was a sketch Anna wanted me to see, so I came in and watched that and watched the rest of (laughs) it. So I didn't see the ones at the beginning.
1: (laughs) Good God. Well, let me just say, it opened up, he came up on stage and he said, you know, uh, I was in rehab and, you know, drugs. And, uh, you know, I have to say uh, that also made me uncomfortable because... Uh, one I don't think it's very funny I think it's a real struggle for people it's a real problem in the United States and people are losing their lives over it and yeah Yeah. uh, you know I realize this is his reality but I'm not sure it's funny uh it was well done Uh, Mm um I'm not sure it's funny you know okay Especially because he made such a hash out of it, you know. He left his wife. He went into rehab. He comes right out. He has a girlfriend in five minutes, and blam, she's having a baby. And I don't know when you're when you're
0: when you're. Hey, I I hear you. I hear you. You
1: know when you're making a when you're making a big hash out of your life. Uh, I'm not, I don't necessarily find that's funny maybe you know, it,
0: was there a valedictory quality to it like I went through this and now here i am back on my feet again and you you don't entirely buy that is that what you're saying
1: i don't i didn't feel like it had that quality you know he told the story about how his drug dealer was only buying drugs to sell to him so that he would uh, have safe drugs to have so he's the only person that's ever turned a drug dealer into a drug dealer. Eh, I don't know. And then I thought every 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 skit was sad. Was was like either, you know, I I I came here for a couple of laughs. <laughs> I don't you know, I don't think they, they did a parody of the dog food commercial where the two women are comparing the dog food that they buy, and, you know, it got all like, oh, this is really bad for your dog, and uh, oh. now I, uh, the dog can't walk, and... There's a sex part. I put a question mark. I thought I remember that, but I don't.
0: (laughs) I have to say, I love experiencing the show this way through your notes. (laughs) And I, I don't want to see it any other way now. I wish I had not seen the rest of the show. Um, (laughs) Not because the image is so distorted, but I think you're probably summing it up pretty well. Um, So I did see the Five Timers Club and I love you summing it up. It's just a big waste of time. It did seem to take a long time. Yeah. Right? I, I sometimes find things to admire like... I thought the robes in the five timers club with that five logo on it were great. And I think about like, while I'm not laughing, right. I have time to think about, um, like they had two seconds to whip that up and they made those robes look really nice on camera. That's a good, uh, costume crew. So I think the team, you said something about a joke you didn't find funny, but Oh, and John Mulaney's, um, Monologue, right? That, but you thought the monologue was well put together. And I guess I watch a lot of that. Um, although I did laugh very hard at a few things in this episode. Um, but sometimes when it's not cracking me up, you can at least admire the craft in the uh, people who don't need to be funny.
1: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I can do that watching Law and Order. So I don't really need, I don't really come to Saturday Night Live for my wardrobe consultation. Uh, Uh, they had a skit in a dorm room where the uh, COVID variant made you feel happy. Well, you know what? You know what I'm sick of and over? COVID. I'm (laughs) over it, people. I'm sick of your mask stories and your protests and you got it and now everybody should get the shot. I'm just over you uh,
0: yeah
1: yeah I'm sorry if that was too much for people but man that felt good to me
0: don't you think this show <laughs> sympathizes with you like the whole fantasy of that um, video you're talking about where there's a new COVID variant that is just awesome is like we. it's all of our fantasy to just have like snap our fingers and this is over Uh, And that was how they expressed that. And I thought that the dinner scene which i i thought was really funny um as <clears throat> it's a bunch of people at dinner um like a, three couples all friends couples. oh it's so nice to be back together at the oh you forgot your mask is still on whoops i forgot i'm so used to it etc etc all the covid pleasantries and tedium that you uh, are referencing mom and <clears throat> Then the, uh, very slowly the conversation turns as people say, start to say things like, you know, I did read an article that we can't really say how much difference the masks made and everybody right. just cringes, the lighting changes. And, um, so the way that that, uh, that the writing of that sketch traced the outlines of what you're allowed to say, um, like on that bubble between socially acceptable to speak and, um, in everybody's head. Now I think that's smart comedy, and I really, you know, I don't think this is the greatest SNL ever, but who, when do you ever say that, right? Um,
1: never! You, never. it only becomes
0: great in retrospect, but I thought this was funny uh, right now, and I was surprised by it. And this is the sketch that um, Anna called me up to, to see, so I saw everything oh, okay. from here on out.
1: <laughs> okay, so you saw, okay. All right, let's talk a little bit about Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my notes. Bear with me, okay? I'm just going to read you my notes, okay? Double-A batteries stuck in penis. Ukraine, the stock market. Trump, twin sisters who shot someone. A 60-foot rogue wave. Subway dash stub. I don't know what that is. Prince Andrew... The Kentucky Derby horse.
0: Subway stabbing is what that one was. Oh, stabbing.
1: Yeah. I can't read my. Yeah. And a condom for anal sex. So yuckety yuck yuck. It was horrible. It wasn't even witty. I mean, it's not. It's really. I swear to God, they're going to the middle school and listening in on the eighth graders lunches. This is this was just disgusting. A condom for anal sex? Good (laughs) Lord. And then they said something about, you know, you only get it on your birthday. Well, let me tell you, if you can't come up with a better birthday present than that. (laughs) I want something wrapped in pink swirly paper and a big bow on it. I don't want that.
0: Well, good. You could have both.
1: Oh, John! No, don't. I just. Oh, no. Just no. All right. I know you. I know you kids like all this new crazy stuff, but you know, no.
0: Yeah. You're a little salty for this episode. Have you noticed? (laughs) A little dyspeptic. (laughs) Just a bit.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. That um, like
0: Colin Jones is a cutie pie, though, isn't he? Eh,
1: he's I all liked
0: at right. the end when he said, "Oops, all jokes," because it was yeah. all jokes. <laughs> there were no little. Now let's hear this person talk for three minutes. So I yeah. liked that part of it, brisk.
1: Well, bring bring Stefan back for a. You know he <laughs> was he was funny. Anyway, I didn't like any of that stuff. It was all like ah.
0: What, I don't know what that means.
1: It was all, like, either scary or depressing or...
0: Oh, I see, yeah. You know. Well, I think you could make a list for the evening newscast and it would come out about the same, right? Yeah. You were making notes of the topics, so...
1: it's like It's like, I have to say this, it's like, you know, The Onion used to be a satire and then Real News got to be even... Worse than the onions. So, what was the point in keeping on with that?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. You are um firing from every chamber today, mom. And uh, I'm, I'm sure our listeners are enjoying it. Um, what was your impression of the LCD sound system?
1: Uh... Oh, let me tell you, yeah. may I tell you, please? I have never heard bird songs. Done more eloquently than they were in the first song that they sang. I thought, "Wow, this is a real back to nature group." Really, I laughed through that whole song. I couldn't believe it. You know, I grew up with with the greatest rock music ever written, and this is what Saturday Night Live thinks is is cutting edge. It was a joke. It was a joke. And the second song had, what, two words in it that they just sang over and over and over again. It was horrible. Yeah. Did you like them?
0: Um, No. I uh, No. <laughs> I once went to an LCD Sound System concert no. with anna uh oh no maybe it was i forget it was them or animal collective and anna's going to be so disappointed in me but i think it was animal collective i don't know one of those (laughs) bands that anna's into that i just um anna by the way her popular music taste is very refined more refined than you or me mom and she knows her stuff so yeah hats off to her but yeah, yeah no thanks um the plus, everybody sounds terrible on SNL. I think I've said this before.
1: Oh podcast, yeah, the sound is always terrible for some I, reason. I don't
0: know why that is, but uh, maybe because you just want to get back to the sketches, so you don't want to hear it. <laughs> you want to get back to those <laughs> yes, lousy sketches. So you that's can, right. You complain those about crappy those
1: sketches. Yeah, that's right. You know, bring me, bring me back the Basomatic and uh, Chevy Chase falling into the Christmas tree. That stuff was funny.
0: Well, that was season one, Ma, Chevy changed? I know. So...
1: I'm sorry. I'm only kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, oh I see. This, okay. Yeah.
1: You know, where is some brilliant writing? <laughs> Who's writing this crap? You know, maybe, maybe they should ban marijuana for a half hour and let them write something that uh, is funny. You wow. Don't... No.
0: They don't smoke marijuana, I don't think. Not allowed.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they do. And I don't care if they do, but, you know, let's see something brilliant. Let's see something as brilliant as you think you are when you're smoking pot.
0: Something as brilliant as the benchmark, if I'm uh, recalling correctly, is Chevy Chase falling out of the Christmas tree, right? (laughs) Um.
1: Well, I I, uh, am really sounding like the get off my grass lady today aren't i um
0: well you certainly uh, are not having it with this episode of snl are were there any of the sketches that you uh, that tickled your fancy let's see oh what about the um
1: the family reunion nickelodeon
0: um what about the subway musical with the puddle of uh, singing puddle of liquid oh
1: I did like that costume
0: yeah you didn't like the song and all the I mean wow they really did it up with all the musical references
1: yeah well they did uh, you know the mole people but they you know they just sang about how everything was wrong and why couldn't they have had a cameo by the rat eating the pizza I love that (laughs) The guy, the guy dressed up like a rat eating a pizza. What's one of my favorite things to look at to make me laugh in the day? I, I think that sketch is hilarious. Why couldn't they have had that cameo? That would have amused me. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Barely. Um, I mean, at first I thought you were talking about the rat who ate a slice of pizza, that famous rat. But I only vaguely remember the guy dressed up as. Um,
1: and he's dragging a big piece of pizza up the steps with his mouth. And oh, in the subway,
0: at- in the subway station. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: now that's my idea of comedy. Yeah people avoiding him people just kind of look at him like hmm, wonder what that guy's job is uh you know that kind of stuff well i love that you know people not reacting not saying anything just kind of looking very new york you know
0: <laughs> yeah so they should have had that guy in the subway sketch
1: oh i think that would have been hilarious they did reference the the rat eating <laughs> Yeah, case. that was in part of the song but
0: all right. Um, our if we're done laughing our sides off at all of the hilarious <laughs> SNL sketches that you enjoyed, um, I laughed a bunch of times. I will. All I right. loved the Subway Musical. I thought the dinner dinner sketch was really funny and um, giving voice to the social undercurrents in a way that I think good comedy can. I laughed at a bunch of the Weekend Update jokes. So I did. Um, <clears throat> think this was pretty good episode of modern snl uh what grade though all importantly nobody cares what i think mom what grade do you give the john mulaney hosted episode of snl
1: well i'm gonna give it a little bit of a break and i'm gonna just give it an f (laughs) and not an f minus just
0: a flat f okay I think that still gets the sad horns, though, which we haven't had in a while. No. no. Yeah. Uh, Mom, do you have a recommendation this week? Or is it just something else that you hate (laughs) or can't stand?
1: Oh, I love everything, don't I? Um, I have a book for you this week called Committed by Adam Stern, M.D. Dispatches from a psychiatrist in training. Um, I am a great believer in uh, therapy. I think it's a wonderful tool. Um, This book is largely about people that need some heavy medicine. And, uh, you know, this this is really quite beyond uh, a little depression. This, This is people that really, really need some help. Uh, and it talks about his first year and how difficult it is. What I came away with was the feeling of uh, how could you ever how could you ever help these people when there's so many disciplines to follow to actually help someone mm. knowing whether it's a chemical thing or a talk thing uh, there's a lot of uh, responsibility and uh self judgment uh i think involved in this profession uh it's not it's not oh that's an inflamed gallbladder it needs to come out it's a little more mysterious than that uh so it's just a it's a very honest look at all that uh and interesting
0: wow um Okay, Committed by Adam Stern, available at your local library or bookstore. Um, Another (laughs) (laughs) pick-me-up.
1: Well, he makes it. He makes it through school. Oh, and also, it was interesting because it happened uh, at Harvard Medical School, which is, you know, somewhat local. So it was interesting Mm. in that regard.
0: Recognizable backdrop for you. Right. You're always toddling around Cambridge. Don't you know? Cambridge Square.
1: (laughs) Well, that is where my sister and I like to go shopping.
0: Oh, down at the Quincy Market?
1: We like to go there and we like to go to, uh, uh, what is that called? The Harvard Bookstore and all that area there.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Cambridge. Cambridge.
0: All right. Committed by Adam Stern, MD, is the recommendation and that's going to do it for uh this week's edition and this season of Pop Mom but mom and i will be back soon to talk about more pop culture um we've got a little time to think about it mom but what should we talk about next season any ideas well i
1: think yeah i think i think we owe it to the listeners to talk about something interesting
0: <laughs> we owe it to them you're so right um, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. We love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. If you want to send us a postcard, email that same address, popmom at ological.net. Uh, and give us your mailing address and mom will get you a postcard out and maybe they will cross in the mail or I don't know. We're just going to light. Louis DeJoy is going to be pulling <laughs> his few <laughs> remaining hairs out of his scalp when he sees the volume of correspondence we're about to send through his system. To get it all started, email popmom at ohlogical.net because we love you. Mom and I will talk to you again real soon next season. Bye for now, mom
1: bye johnny i love you
0: love you too